0: Welcome to The Breadwinners, the podcast about the never-ending hustle and its impact on all aspects of our lives. We're interested in what it takes to keep everything going.
1: This podcast is about working, family, research, and policy. We consider the research, talk to experts, and share our takes on what we're all learning about breadwinning. Each week, I'm joined by Jennifer Owens. She writes about working, wellness, and women, and founded the Working Mother Research Institute. And I'm joined by Raquel
0: Ellison. She's an executive coach and management consultant who works with companies big and small to design workplace policies that work for all employees. Well, so we're kind of returning to a uh, topic we talked about, oh, so long ago, and that you blew my mind, and it was about returning to work. And it was, we, do you remember we talked about returning to work like, oh my God, like nine, 10 months ago? I love that we were already thinking about it. (laughs) And like, no, yeah, it's definitely yeah. yeah. it could happen, you know, at some point. Um, and one of the things you said then was that businesses had to make a business case for why we return. And it right. was just, it it completely like, you know, like I could feel like my brain like turn a little bit, like a two degree swap, you know? And then, so here we are, like we're going literally, we're a, we're a year later with the pandemic and the like. And we've now had a year, those of us who aren't on the front lines of working full-time remote all the time. And now here comes the Society for Human Resource Management. And they said, Well, let's check in, see how everybody feels about this. <laughs> you know, now that the vaccine's rolling out. And they found that half of workers, half of all of us full-time remote folks, are happy to stay full-time remote. And then but meanwhile, back at the ranch, we see in New York City. <laughs> they're making moves to bring 80,000 employees back into the office, the city employees. Other offices, you're starting to see some dates. Like, I think maybe it was Facebook. It's like, we're looking at September and maybe it's, you know, it's it's not required. It's optional. I find that an interesting point that we can talk about. What yeah. does optional mean? But so I just thought that it would be great for us to talk about what does return to work look like now? What do you know? Right, what do I...
1: What do I know? What do you know? I mean, I think that number reflects a lack. I, I think there's a number of things, right? There's folks aren't really that comfortable yet with the state of yes. public health, right? They don't want right. to commute. They're not, no, not that they're not comfortable with the state of public health, but they have public health concerns, right? Which are valid at this point. I mean, you know, it's, we're so new into this vaccine. Yeah. That it's really, I mean, of course they're valid. Like, how are we going to get out of this? And where? What does safety look like? And the
0: vaccines, and even though we should all freaking get a vaccine, I'm when we're recording this, I'm one shot in. I'm very much looking forward to number two. It's not like a bubble around us. It's you know, there's a percentage, so there is still you know exposure available to us to be sick. So it's not without like reality that we're a little concerned about what this all means to go back to work.
1: Right. Yeah. No, I think that's a really big piece of it, right? No. I think there's also, as we've gone over again and again, there's the caregiving aspect, right? If, yes. if it's not, if things aren't completely back open the way that we need them to be as caregivers, mm-hmm. as parents, yeah. as providers of elder care to our relatives, then how are we supposed to just go back to business as usual. What happens yes. to those people? So there's that.
0: We all in our heart of hearts think fall. Like in our deep core reptilian brain, we're like, well, fall, it'll go back to normal, right? I mean, mm-hmm. I, I do. Somebody was asking me about it just this week. Like, what do you think about it? And I'm like, what do you mean, what do I think? I think my kids go back to school in the fall. And then I, like, you know, based on what? The rates are still high. You know, yeah. we have people resisting vaccines. The vaccines themselves are not 100% bubble. It's not like we're all walking around in saran wrap. I don't know why I think that, but I guess it's just my hope upon hope that the fall is like my son can finally go to high school. You know, so right. yeah. So I that is not for nothing. What does caregiving, homeschooling and the like look like in September? So yes.
1: Right. I, no, I think that's a big piece. You know, I think there's a lot of different, you know people have gotten used to remote work, they like the flexibility. There's a whole slew of reasons why folks want to stay home, I would imagine Brian. what I think is another piece that you know we have talked about in the past how the sort of model for work is broken, right? That there were are yeah. still we're still the model well the model for working parents is broken. But the way that work works we're still valuing the ideal worker, the person who can put in the most time, right? We're still kind of a, well, I actually don't know if we're assuming the ideal worker kind of has a, is working all the time, is committed to advancement and has a wife at home doing all of, you know, or a partner at home doing all of the, you could still be
0: holding the the, baby. Here's where I think the variation comes is you, you can work with people who are like, Oh my God, you know, I'm, don't have any childcare holding my baby and you're like, Oh, you know, and you love the baby and you're doing all, and then, but you still get that work done. You know, like, it's like we can now acknowledge that life is messy, but you're still going to get that work done. And like, what if I didn't, what if we had to figure out a different way to go? I don't think we've gotten there yet. Even a year into the pandemic, it's still, you know, but you'll get up super early around your child's napping to get the work done. Right. Right. You know, right. (laughs)
1: Yeah, I mean, I think yeah, I I
0: think we're acknowledging stuff that we didn't want to acknowledge before, but we haven't made it real or some
1: <laughs> some well, disconnect. I think there's a fundamental lack of trust that people have that their workplaces are going to be able to do this right, right? That yeah, there's a lack of trust of the folks going back to work that the workplace is going to be able to do this right, and there's. Still, not for everyone. I think a lot of companies have learned that flex work can work or remote work can work. But I think there are certainly people whose minds haven't been changed, right, in leadership yeah. organizations who just feel like, OK, well, we got through this kind of crazy period of time where people were doing this weird thing, right, working independently, but so now we're just going to bring everybody back the way that we did before, just kind of like, let's go back to normal, everybody. Why don't you know what I mean? Yeah, <laughs> like, yeah, like, I do. And, well, and, and that one I can almost deal with because then you have
0: something to react to like, no, I'm worried or whatever. The one that get, that worries me the most is the optional because, you know, like in the before times, when would they'd say, we don't have a vacation policy. We have unlimited vacation. We have unlimited. Every statistic, we did it at Working Mother. Other people did it. We are very conservative by nature. So actually people took less vacation time when it was a, a defined benefit. And they role model, if your boss didn't take vacation, you don't take vacation. And I worry about this with our optional office. If the culture really is that my boss is showing up into the office, but I'm nervous about it or whatever, I think there'll be an internal pressure, maybe even an external one to make optional real. So the company can say it's optional, but in practice, it's, it's not. expected. That, yeah. That's that's my concern. And that they get coverage, but they don't. Right, yeah. I don't know what to say about that. I just call that out as I, that's w- what I worry about happening, coming on. So I'd much rather have a company be open about like, here's how we're doing it. This is our policy. This is what is accepted. This is the like. Yeah. So what are the good, have you talked to, or been looking at what companies are doing in terms of like creating full-on policies about what return to work looks like? Well, I have,
1: but I've also, I've been looking at the companies who are recommending what, (laughs) what, what these companies should do, right? Like companies like, Gartner, Boston Consulting Group, Deloitte. And there's trying, you know, they, they, because they're funny. I've been doing a lot of work on this topic and my boss has been forwarding me emails and it almost seems like they're, you know, McKinsey's talking about it, BCG talking about it. There's just, there's no shortage of, of these companies and these different commentators theorizing about how do we make this work? Right. What does it look like and what can we recommend? And I think, you know, one of the things that Gartner talks about is how feasible is remote work. So they they have folks kind of think about, first of all, before we talk about feasibility, what's the core work that you do? You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. I think it's it's a mindset shift to say, let's not think about how many days you're in the office let's think about what is the core work that is done in your organization, right? And obviously we need this to be broken down by division, broken down by kind of subgroup. If there's a big organization, you don't expect a CEO to kind of think, well, you could, but it's a broad question. What's the core work, right? Mm -hmm. And then thinking about how feasible and in Gartner's model, how feasible and how portable is that, right? So first of all, thinking about feasibility in terms of independent, like, can you be independent or do you need collaboration in order to get the work, in order to get the core of the work done, right? Like, do you need people weighing in on your work on a regular basis? How does
0: that collaboration happen? Because that was the, that's the great lie of the open office. I can't, I can't, I can't steal my voice. I just, you know, it's all collaboration. We want, we need everyone to sit shoulder to shoulder along a big, long desk because they're collaborating. Yeah, no, they're not.
1: (laughs) Right. Right. I think that, well, it's interesting because one of the arguments for for prolonging, for making remote work feasible in the long term, space saving and cost saving for the institutions, right? So I wonder about the co-working kind of model right the like open office model the hot like, desk the
0: hoteling the way you know that yeah. that was a big thing that you heard a lot about it in the terms of the best companies in remote work they would talk about hoteling where you don't have a defined space when you need to be in you bring in your laptop and that's your desk for the day because that's where you need to be which honestly in the before times i thought sounded terrible i mean <laughs> i get it and you want to have a space but I remember when um, Working Mother was owned by a Swedish company, they would come in and they'd say, we once got this whole lecture from this person who was leading all this staff training about how in Sweden, they all had the same desk, the same shelf, the same plant, like <laughs> this tiny space. And that somehow Americans tied themselves to like the size of their desk and the size of their office. And I was like, yeah, they do. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So I want my defined space. I want my picture of my kid on the thing. Now, yeah, I get it. I, I mean, it's and why do you have to have an empty desk when someone's working from home three days a week or the like? Right. I, I get it. I get it. Right.
1: Yeah. I mean, I think that's that's a big question. I, you know, I, I'm torn. I, I agree with you. I think there's a lot of downsides to the hoteling model. I like having a door that I can close. Frankly, I close my door a lot, and people, people in my office like keeping their doors open to be. <laughs>
0: Oh, I was the same way. You know, it yeah. just I liked it. So people knew I was there, but like, I'm not there. So what's the point of that? How are you collaborating with me if I'm actively trying to get away from you? <laughs>
1: <laughs> it's a big question, right? I mean, I think that, I don't know. I mean, I think that if there's that piece that I think privacy and kind of independent work needs to be part of the office model. And on the other hand, I you know, I kind of I I think companies like BCG and Gardner who are writing this stuff see this deep uh like so and actually Deloitte when they it looks instead of talking about how feasible and how portable is the work, or talking about how how creative is the type of work that's at the core of what you're doing, right? Yeah. That the more routinized work can be done remotely. The complex work is kind of like, well, it depends. And the creative work needs to be done kind of in more in conjunction with other people
0: like that. Oh, that's interesting. So that it like a role, it could have multiple definitions, you know, and multiple needs yeah. of where you can work. Oh, that's interesting. Yeah.
1: Well, it's a matrix. I think all of these are mat- matrices. What do you say? Matrixes?
0: It's all in the matrix. Is it the blue pill or the red pill? <laughs> that's all I know.
1: <laughs> yeah, I mean I think, you know, I think it's it's about looking at these factors in conjunction with each other, right? How do they work? It's not like you can say how feasible check, how portable, how creative and, you know, how complex is work, how collaborative is the work and therefore some kind of equation that tells you whether or not the work should be remote or not. It's a question of saying, okay, let me Look at these different factors and think about, in combination, how feasible, how, for lack of a better term, how possible is is remote and how much will it help or hurt my work product? Right. And, you
0: know, the, and it does, it'll have to make us more, If if we go into what is really, you know, they call the hybrid model or whatever. We'll have to plan ahead for when we are together and be even more mindful of collaboration time because it won't be in the ladies room, which was where most of my deals were made.
1: <laughs> right. I think that we're going to see, you know, I was I was saying that Deloitte has these different models. So instead of kind of looking at how things could be in kind of a matrix, they're saying like, okay, here's some kind of possibilities of what the workplace could look like, right? So their first scenarios, they've got four scenarios. They've got co-location and collaboration. So high flexibility and choice around wh- how and what, mm-hmm. limited on the when and where the work is completed. And that's really focused on this co-location piece, like hoteling, open spaces where people can be very, very collaborative, right? And, and then, then they have... Coming in some, is that the hybrid a kind of yeah. thinking
0: that sometimes you're together but then often you're you're going off into your remote location, wherever that might be, and working asynchronously. My new word we've all learned in homeschooling.
1: Yes. Asynchronously. That is fantastic. <laughs> you know, one scenario is they call it stable, secure, and social. So there's limited flexibility and choice in the how, what, and where work is completed, right? So we're kind of going back to normal. There's a preference for working on site. Then they've got a time and place for choice, so there's limited flexibility um, in where, in how, when, and where the work is completed. So does that- this one come with a
0: theme song? There's a time for choice. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, sorry, <laughs> I mean I'm hoping there's theme songs for each of these. That's there my be. going back there's to maybe. my my new dream career of being redundant and
1: repetitive with my
0: jingles. But yes, please do continue.
1: <laughs> and the last, one, the last one's autonomy and personalization, which is like completely work optional. You're doing high flexibility and choice around how and what and where the work is completed. So what's interesting is you've got some people who are saying, let's think about the work in relationship to, let's think about the core of the work, the type of the work in relationship to collaboration and relationship to actual portability. Where can you do the work in a different space? Do you need physical equipment? And then what this one's done is said, okay, here's what the, here's what we could be seeing in terms of folks going back. Right. If you're going
0: to create a policy, if you're going to create something that the, that your company can unify around. Right. And they're kind of, are are they essentially on a spectrum? Is that the kind of what they're doing? Like a graphic equalizer with these delight, with a time for choice. There's a time for choice. And, and the other ones, it's, it's yeah. Varying degrees. Okay. Cause it, it they all kinda sound alike, but I know they're all different,
1: you know. Yeah, there's slightly no, there's slight differences in terms of and there's a piece that we're not talking about as much in terms of the structure of the work, But generally there's, you know, it's going back to the way things were, having like complete flexibility in how when and where you work, so making it optional to come back. Right. And creating a structure to make it truly optional.
0: That's what I want is, is that I want to have it accepted much like everything with workplace culture. You have to over-communicate. You have to confirm that negativity bias we all carry in our head, which is like, oh, they're going to count this against me. You know, you, you have to counteract that. And having Roll. those structures defined, I think will help as a starting point to say, no, this is the way we're doing it. Yeah. And then this is how we're executing on this is the way we're doing it. And we're going to communicate communicate, communicate on this is what optional truly means because there are people who want to go back. My husband wants to go back. Yeah. He, you know, he appreciates some of the flexibility, but he really wants to have a differentiation between home and work. He yeah. really does. Yeah. And It's it's opposite the way I would want to roll, but he wants flexibility, but he really wants differentiation. So, yeah. And, yeah. And then we have people who much like, you know, when we do parent-teacher conferences, man, we hear from the teachers, they can't force the kids to turn the camera and mic on because they don't know what the kids are sitting in. You know, like maybe they're sitting next to a sibling doing their own homeschooling class. They don't know what is competing for the kid's time and that we're going to take what we can get. And I think it's the same place with workplaces. We don't know what people are dealing with at home and that being at work may be the best option, like being physically on site. To yeah actually get stuff done but oh man it all goes back to us having school back please give us the school yeah. back oh please. for sure for sure
1: yeah so yeah so we'll see we'll see how how companies choose to to approach this we'll see i think there's going to be a wide range yeah but you know let's hope that the companies who are most forward thinking about this and really take time to do the planning and don't just default to how things were before. Yeah. Kind of rub off on the rest of the, the other companies. <laughs> right,
0: like lead the way, please lead the way and show exactly. us what's you know going on. And yeah, I wonder, do you think there'll be, this is completely like, oh, we have no idea, but you know, there was that moment where, especially big tech, there were these like, you'll never have to come back. You know, if you don't want to, I, I think Twitter said that, you know, back when we were originally talking about this, like, I wonder if any of them will say, no, 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 we need you back. <laughs> like, yeah. Like, yeah,
1: Things you well, say please. in the heat
0: of the moment and, please. you know. Like
1: Marissa Meyer, Meyer, Meyer. Oh, yeah. taking in the day with Yahoo, yeah. she was like, you're all remote. No, you're not.
0: Yeah. No, yeah. she took that all away. Even as she built a nursery. Uh, next to her office so her nanny and her children could be next to her so yeah yeah so yeah, yeah i have issues but <laughs> <laughs> oh. i have problems i that did not work out for, for you know everyone else who worked at yahoo then again it was yahoo so right right it's like i serving like my dad my dad still used this yahoo page that was a problematic company but <laughs> anywho yes yeah, so but i think the day's coming i mean you know we do i don't know then you got the emotional side of it all right of like I, like i just had uh, one of owen's friends broach the idea of are we ready to go to a movie theater and i said no <laughs> that's right, an easy one right. but at some point we may be you know like we're getting the uh, new york city just lowered the vaccine rate later next month so our eldest is going to be able to start her vaccine hopefully next month oh my too. god so if That's we awesome. can, yeah he took it uh the governor took it down to 16 so then our younger child is 14 so you know like hopefully the clinical you know like it's all this math right and then if the 17 year old is vaccinated Would you allow her to go to the movie theater? I don't know. Would you, you know, if she gets a job in an office, would I, I don't know. It's like everything's, you know, there's a lot of trying to figure it out. So I appreciate all the work that goes into trying to figure it out. So, Yep. Yep. Well, thank you for joining us to try to figure it out. In fact, if you have the answer, will you let us know? (laughs) You could just tell us what's the right answer. So. Thank you for joining us on The Breadwinners. You will find links to what we discussed in the episode description. Email us anytime at thebreadwinnerspod at gmail.com or visit us at thebreadwinnerspodcast.com.
1: Please remember to subscribe to our podcast and to rate and review it. It really helps us grow. And until next week, keep hustling.